0: The line in these these types of conversations. You know,
1: I don't know where the line is. Instagram is dis- is designed for dot 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 porn. <laughs> just you, ch- you just choose what the dot 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 is.
0: We live. We are live. Ah, uh, not over text. another and, episode. And we made it to episode two. Yeah. yeah. I always figured we'd get to episode now two once we did episode
1: one. I was questioning once we did some of the, the raw episodes and people were out here trying to trying to cancel the kid. <laughs> you going there already? You know I'm just saying. All right. Uh, so on that note, so where are you at? Where am I at? You know where I'm at? I'm back to motherfucking school, man. I'm back to school. You're talking about the kids? I'm talking or, about the kids. Oh, why
0: well, you got to be all aggressive and curse on that one. I thought you were back in no, school. No no, or- no, 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 no,
1: no, no. When I graduated grad school, I had said to myself, I'm not stepping foot in another educational institution ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I went as far as to make it real by posting it on social because then you know it's real. Oh, that's what makes it real. That's right? what it makes it okay. real and in today's world. When you post it on social, then you know it's real. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> so I see where this is going. You see? You get the, you're getting the energy. Uh-huh. So now I'm a proud papa. Of two. Of two. And one in particular is taking me through, you know, those stages of kindergarten, which is, which is phenomenal, man. Mm-hmm. It's great to see it from the other side. Did you cry when you dropped her off? I'm not a crier. <laughs> I'm not a crier. I know, I know. You, soften per, your heart. Per last episode, we have a crier on our Yeah, hands.
0: soften your heart, my friend. Uh uh-huh, It's, it's black.
1: okay. It's black. <laughs> so, so, you know, we're back to that and the summer's over. And, you know, it's cool. It's, it's a, it's a shock because we've actually moved uh, a little bit farther away from her school. Mm-hmm right you know since because of the move last year but keeping her in the same school um we're a bit a bit of ways and some other stuff has changed with the family so now just the logistics of it has become a little bit more turbulent but you know we're going to make it through going to persevere right and then you know, I guess we will get back to the summer break at some some point. But right now, you'll get back to summer break I, at some point. I mean, it's a September, point where I'm not taking the, them. The, the to summer school just for, ended for for sixty days. It's it's rough out here, man. But you said it as if
0: like we were in March and summer break is coming. Well, it's that's not, you got
1: you got to you got to envision I, I mean, things. I guess I, I haven't reached that point yet. Every no. yeah, every day that passes by is a step closer to summer school. Okay. Okay. So that's really where I'm at, to be honest. There's a couple other things going on, but the biggest thing right now in the past week-to-week changes. kids are back to school. It's fall time. It's football time. You know... Summer's coming to an end. I don't know if hot girl summer ever really happened, <laughs> you know. But I don't. I also don't live necessarily in those in, in those circles right now. Uh,
0: apparently, there's a hot gentleman summer, and that that picture a friend of ours sent us today of uh, see-through male shorts. Yeah, I'm not here for that. You're not here for that. Not at all.
1: No, it's not gonna work. Nah, in your house? You can not catch me wearing those. You go to bed with that. You ain't gonna I, get I think the those were
0: designed to be worn outside, and you're not gonna see me in something like oh, that. Okay, so you're, again, you're not comfortable
1: with yourself. I'm, I'm very right?
0: comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable enough know to know what I should and should not
1: be wearing. Got you. So yeah, I'm just I I am glad that the hot girl summer <laughs> is it's over. We technically got like ten more days before uh, it's fall, but and then you know yeah. what it is. What's that? It's cuffing season.
0: <laughs> well, consider we're both married, we ain't got to think about that. Yeah, but, so, we know, but we know
1: who controls cuffing season. Who's that? The gentleman. <laughs> and moving on. Yes. Where are you at, sir? I'm livid. Are you mad now?
0: Yeah, or I was livid, I should say. Um, so it's a bit of a, a lengthy story, but... And it's funny, in that last episode, you talked about being angry at a neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I'm angry at a neighbor, but I don't, unlike you, have anyone to confront. Oh, boy. So here's the story. Uh live in Brooklyn. We own a house on a corner lot. And there's a structure in between the house and the garage. The insurance company calls it a breezeway. I'd call it a sunroom. Um, not a lot of Grass outdoor space as a result of this enclosed sunroom. So we decided um, to kind of rejigger the setup. There was fence to kind of create some outdoor entertaining space, fix up the sunroom to actually make it usable. Because in the four years we've lived here, we've never really used it in terms of being outside, enjoying the weather, So finally, you know, found the time after doing other work and money after doing other work on the house to Mm -hmm. focus on that. So uh, working from home, uh, home office, which is what I mainly do because I work remotely uh, the other day and the doorbell rings. So I go down and I answer it. And it's an inspector from the Department of Buildings.
1: Mm, I see where this is going. And so
0: he says they received two complaints about the work in the back. Can we talk? I was like, sure. And he asked me if I was aware of the complaint. So I said, no, you just uh, gave me the news. I I knew nothing about it. And so what are the complaints? So one is for uh, construction without permits. And the second is for excessive debris. Okay. So he asked me for information about the work that's being done. So I show him and I basically tell him that it's not construction, it's repair work. Yes. Um, because apparently, whoever made, filed the complaint told them that we were constructing a brand new structure. Okay. I'm losing it, right? Yeah. Uh, but. I can't be mad at him. He's doing his job. So inside I'm losing it in the way you were losing it, but you had someone to be mad at and you ultimately knew who the person was. Mm -hmm. So ultimately the issue is, is that the certificate of occupancy for the house is for two buildings only. Okay. The house and the garage. Okay. And they have no records of permits or authorization for the wooden structure between the house and the garage. Okay, And even if we tried to say it's an addition, you do need those things for an addition. So I explained to him, we bought the house this This way. way. And he said, unfortunately, and he was really apologetic, and and he didn't give me a violation for the excessive debris, a quote-unquote excessive debris complaint. Uh, And the violation actually wasn't what I ultimately received, wasn't for construction without permits what it was for is the existence of a structure without a cfo the or right it's not on the record mm-hmm. so he said that what i have to do is basically show proof we bought the house like that and it should be dismissed so i asked him i was like can you tell me who made the report and initially he said the first time he can't he said no he can't tell me or he says, this, and the office doesn't let them know that. And when he was leaving, he said it was one of your neighbors. So I'm trying to get him to tell me, and he kind of points, uh, <laughs> right? It, <laughs> he basically, on the main street, if you're looking out of our door, okay. there's one neighbor to the right because yeah. we're at the corner and we're not attached to them. Yeah. Um. And then if you're looking at the garage, there's a neighbor to the right on the side street. And he kind of just points, and he's like one of your neighbors. And I want to, like, flip out at mm. that point. And I say to him, I was like, can you tell me which one? I was like, I'm not going to confront anyone. Thank you. I why just are you lying to, know. to this
1: man. No, I, I just want to know.
0: Se- se- no, seriously, I just wanted to know. But Here's why. So me, because yeah, I knew. Go, no, go ahead.
1: You tell me why just wanting to know is a legit it's like a logical thing i just want to know because i just want to know but i'm not going no to no do it's, anything. it's more
0: than i just want to know because i'm not going to do anything i'm going to do something oh, so but you, it's so that's not going like, to be confrontational okay i'm not going to be nice to them
1: you don't even talk to your neighbors
0: but i but yes and no because as i said in the last episode if i see them outside i say hello mm-hmm. um the neighbor as far as i could tell next to the garage they're elderly or someone in there is elderly. So from time to time, I would shovel the snow in front of, like, different people in the neighborhood would shovel their snow. Got you. Guy across the street, I would do it if I was out and he didn't get to it before I got out there, I would do it. If I found out it was them, that's not happening yeah, anymore. Got you. The neighbors next door on the main street, they have a tree in the backyard that fell twice on the house.
1: Your house. Or my house. house? My okay. house
0: part the second time it fell on that same sunroom mm. that is now apparently a problem if it was them i won't be nice mm. i see them outside i'm gonna ignore them mm. right things like that i'm mm. not going to confront and he said he was so like i don't no, want you to go i see what you're doing i think what he said was i don't want you to go get your gun mm. and and i was like okay i'm not talking to you no, anymore he's like, because no, you've I'm taken gonna, this
1: i'm gonna go get my petty. That's what you Sure,
0: yeah. But my thing is, what benefit... So you're talking about what benefit do I get in
1: knowing who the
0: neighbor is? What benefit do they get in calling Department of Buildings and filing a complaint against but, me? I
1: mean, come on. You, you're saying that as if um, you know their struggle. Like you have no idea what it is that could be annoying them. Not to say that there is something necessarily that you are or are not doing, but... It, because you're unaware of whatever their feelings, so are. I think it just be just old and foggy and just like you know that they're in their own petty bag of just like, what's going on over there at that house? <laughs> you know that that's your old foggy voice. <laughs> Please don't do that again. So <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't take. What I've learned is it doesn't take much. And what I've also learned because I remember remember I told you that uh, when we moved in. I got to also know my other neighbors through somewhat of a confrontation. What I realized is houses are, people take them very personally. Yeah. Right? Like either a car, a spouse, right? Like they just, like they feel like. I, I own this thing, and then yeah. if you infringe on this thing in some way, like, blood levels go up. You saw what I did to the guy who was parking in front of the crib, <laughs> and I didn't even <laughs> own the sidewalk. Right. Right?
0: So Dawn said she thinks it's one of those where people are just like,
1: you're breaking the rules. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna, I'm going to tell say somebody something. about it. I don't think uh, you should let it fester no, anymore. No, no. It seems like so, you okay. kind of, you know, beat beat, beat the uh, request of, you know, coming, somebody to come and take a look at your stuff. But... <laughs>
0: yeah no it hasn't so at this point it's been a few days and i've reached a point where it is what it is yeah right and i do believe i can get it dismissed i've kind of come around to calming down on it but unlike you i wish i i do wish i had somebody or i wish they would say here actually i just remembered and then i think we can move on Yeah, is i just remembered what really bothered me is you see how you went to your neighbor, and you talk to him about it. Now, granted,
1: talk is a very Yes, I, I know,
0: but I, and that's what I was about to say is yeah. granted, you were hot mm-hmm. and you gave him the business. Mm-hmm. But I wish a neighbor would have said, and that's why part of me believes that maybe it wasn't a neighbor's. I wish a neighbor would have come to me and said, hey, you know what you're doing is wrong, or what you're doing is impacting me in some way, because yeah. I would be, like I said, we've tried to be considerate about the impact on the neighbor next door in the main street because their backyard is adjacent to the sunroom. And so we've been conscious about that. And I would hope I would have liked to at least think they would come and have a conversation and say, Hey, like you said, can you stop doing that? They would say, Hey, you know, you're impacting, (laughs) but they would say you're impacting us. Um, can you stop or can we talk about how we resolve this? I mean,
1: I mean, funny enough. in you saying that right there, I think that's, that's why we're doing this fucking podcast. People aren't talking, right? Right. People have these feelings about things and you know, right or wrong. Like that's not even the point. The point is, can we reach a point where we can feel comfortable discussing, Hey, this is bothering me. You know, I know you're doing some work here and blah, blah, blah. You know, and then maybe there's a compromise to be made, you know, or maybe there's something for you to now consider on mm-hmm. behalf of somebody. Because when you're doing work on your property, you're doing work on your property. Right. Uh, you're, you're. Sometimes it's you kind of forget the rest of the world exists. And then, you know, somebody that lives in that rest of the world is like, oh, there's some dust on my floor from this work mm-hmm. that he's doing. And he didn't come by and sweep it up. You know, or that,
0: he didn't talk to me first exactly. before he started work. So yeah, it could so, be yeah. Just a come fault knock on my, on my door.
1: you like, hey, you know, my name is X Y Z. Look, you know, I know you've been living here for a while. You know, and you know, it looks like you guys are doing some stuff over here. Like, yeah, you know, we're trying to get our stuff set. We're planning on a couple of events, you know, prior to next year, and then you get into a little con- conversation, mm-hmm. and then eventually it results into you know, while you're doing the work, do you mind just keeping it in mind X, Y, Z, you know, you know, cause X, and then hopefully, you know, it, you don't get heated just from the fact that somebody's bringing something to you, but you respect the fact that they did. And you know, there's another side to that, which was they couldn't have done it. And then they would have just called 311 you, you know, and what, sent the what, inspector to come yeah, do it for them.
0: What's interesting there is I, I think you open my eyes a bit to something. And, and the broader point about conversations is I didn't think about doing that and going to them first and saying hey we're going to be doing work yeah let me know if it impacts you in any way we're doing our best to keep it from doing so yeah. and it just never crossed my mind because my thinking is it's not going to impact yeah them, exactly right? we, we've already taken precautions so that it won't and and maybe that is a part of where we are right now as a society, is that we don't necessarily think about the impact that our own actions have on others, and having conversations to kind of stem the tide from assuming stem- on somebody
1: else's behalf. Yeah. Right. So yeah,
0: what's what's the potential reason for that?
1: What's the potential reason for
0: why how we've reached this place of not communicating? You know, that's more?
1: a that's a that's a great question. I think you know it's just a continued. I mean, I mean, it's there's no universal answer, so let's start there. I think you know some of it is cultural. Mm-hmm. I think you know some of it is like you know from our different backgrounds or where you come from. Like you can come from a country where people just don't talk, right? And mm-hmm. just like you know, I keep my thing clean, blah blah blah, and then you know, leave me alone. Don't, mm-hmm. I'm not asking, and it's not even in an offensive way. I'm not asking for you to partake in my life. Don't knock on my door. Don't come trick or treat. Don't right. blah blah. Like this is just what it is, and then you can come from a culture where it's just like we don't even lock our doors. Right? You can come well, from, we live in New York City, and yeah, so we're <laughs> locking our doors. Well, you can come from a place where it's like, we don't even lock our doors, man. It's it's safe out here. Right. You know, come talk to me, blah, blah, blah. You know, just bring a bottle, but let's talk. <laughs> so, you know, I think there's a lot of different reasons. Me and you, I think, with, the guard, with regards to this podcast, one of the major reasons that we feel is just technology has kind of found a way to fake push us together when it's really, in our opinion, kind of pushing us apart. You know, like, you know... <laughs> texting and emailing and um even like even something as simple as leaving voicemails people don't do anymore
0: no not at all right? and i had to discover that the hard way for my business it is that ultimately i realized i needed a receptionist or a reception service because i think i was losing out on potential clients because people don't want to leave voicemails like, how lazy is that or the clients who i would call and need to get in touch with and their voicemail box was full I'm like, now I have to email you yeah. because your voicemail box is full and I don't get it.
1: The other one is the person you're calling has, has a voicemail that is not set up yet. <laughs> Those are the worst. Um, I was like, I don't even want to leave you a voicemail, but at least contextually I can give you some. Because some, yeah. what happens is when what you do is you see a bubble that says missed call. And then in your mind, you're trying to gauge how important is this that I need right. to call it back right, right now or can it wait? And, and if someone no doesn't context. leave me a voicemail,
0: I generally don't tend to call them back unless they're a friend. But a friend is likely going to text them yeah. if they called and didn't get me. Yeah. And so it's always this weird dance around
1: communication. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm guilty of it, too. So trust me, when I see a voicemail from my mom, I'm like, damn. Damn, do I want to play this right now? Or? Oh, I do that, yeah. Like,
0: I, I don't know. I want to listen to and this. And the best
1: part now. is she says, hi, it's mom. I'm like, yeah, mom. Well, <laughs> I know it's mom. Anyway. I mean, do you really? <laughs> No, I've never, I've never been prank called from my mom's I mean, phone number. We're, so we're like, not going to
0: have that philosophical conversation no. about what we really know, but maybe another time. Maybe. Um, I think social media plays a lot into our communication Absolutely. issues. Right? Is like you were saying, is we have so much more technology that opens our ability to connect with people. Right? You can connect with someone halfway around the world, mm-hmm. but we're not using them to have. Actual we're, conversation.
1: Yeah, we're connecting, but we're not communicating. Right. That's, that,
0: that's a good way to look at it and put it. Um, and it's interesting. And for me, a thought just came in in that I use Instagram more than Twitter and Twitter's designed for verbal communication, whereas Instagram is more visual. And maybe it's because I'm a visual person, but I think that plays into the we're connecting but not communicating, right? we We see what people are doing, but we're not talking about anything. Mm-hmm. In reality,
1: Instagram is dis is designed for dot 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 porn. <laughs> just you, ch- you just choose what the dot 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 is. Oh, oh, I so see. I like,
0: see. I thought you were saying it's like nothing but porn. You mean no, like food porn, food porn or porn. or fashion porn? Exactly. Or, okay, you didn't mean porn, porn. I got it. No, uh, no, no, that no, threw no, me no. off. No. the
1: the internet is designed for porn. Sure. Instagram though is just designed for. A form of pleasure porn. Got it. Right? Whatever your pleasure may be. Right. Got it. Right? So, whatever your, you know, I like to, I'll give you an example, I like to follow things from food, food, mm-hmm. right? To, you know, things of people who dance and entertain and just like, okay. you, know, you know, you know. But I do realize that one, it starts to become repetitive, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily stop me from like, you know, taking a deep dive into into IG, right? And it's it's kind of been happening now. I had I had a thought last week about just signing off IG, and maybe that would okay. help me be more productive in just some I other ways. I did way. that with
0: Facebook way back, but
1: but um, yeah, to me, it's kind of designed for dot 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 porn because what I don't see is the shits that you're going through. Right. Unless it's like an I.G. page that shows something crazy. But I don't see like I'll see you smiling with duck lips. <laughs> but what Why I, are you out
0: here offending somebody right you know, now?
1: But what I don't <laughs> OK, see, Dave Chappelle. But what I don't see is, you know, when you're going through some stuff that, again, I could be going through. Right. I'm not mm-hmm. just trying to say, yo, sh- mm-hmm. tell me your business. Like I don't I don't care about people's business like that. But if you're going to put on a persona in a way in which you know the public gets to see you, yeah. and this is not everybody on IG, no, no, that's, that's right. not right. what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. please do not get offended. I'm not saying we all behave in the same manner. That's not what I'm saying. But if the um, shoe fits, yeah, if the shoe fits, and you know, it's or, you. or the duck lips fit, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> let's use celebrities as an example, right? Okay. Celebrity page, play it so safe. That's, yeah, play it safe, absolutely. But you know, you, you know, The Rock. You know, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I love him or if I hate him but I do love his ascendance from being a wrestler to what he is now Yes. but I think it shows one hell of a work ethic to yeah. get to the point that, he, that he's at but he is the greatest self promoter I have ever seen and I'm like everything is not that fucking great
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah, but I, I mean, that's what the culture around social media has become is is we're all or I don't want to say we because I try to keep myself out of it. But we all only want to show the good mm-hmm. and try to one up the next person. And we see someone, you know, that's where the whole like money phone thing yeah. has been big on social media and all these other things or the whole bow wow like private jet picture. And then someone saw him flying commercial Uh, In coach. Yeah. Right. And why does that happen? Because we think based on social media, we have to show this facade and we cannot ever show the bad. And so that's why I often connect with people the most who are willing to be open about their struggles and their downtimes on social media. One of our friends did that recently, and it was personal for me because it's going through something similar. Okay. and knew they were going through, but knew it through someone else, through okay. a, a, a third party basically, and didn't feel comfortable going directly to them and talking to them about it because it's one of those weird things. And then they post it on social media. It's like, this is someone who's being real, right? They're using the platform to help others by showing you're not alone, okay? right? Someone else is going through what you're going through. And it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, that's the thing is, is we don't want to talk about the iceberg, right? The and what I what I mean by that is, we only show At the 10%. success that ten percent on the top, but ninety percent of the iceberg is under the water, and that's the failures and the struggles and the challenges and the hard work. And and it doesn't the even have to hit. right? And or yeah. in the success, it's the, hard work. it's the hard work, it's the late nights and early mornings and self doubt. Yeah. And self-correction and help from others and tough love. And arguments. Right. That provides that success. Yeah. But social media and, and not to rail on Instagram because I actually enjoy it generally. Yeah. But it's become a place and with celebrities, as we've discussed, where it's how can I one up the other person and make my life look so much more fabulous than the next man or the next woman?
1: And and then the thing is also that the reason that works is, is it it's like, is it a chicken or an egg situation to me? Like, mm. is it the reason that it works is that they put out the content and then people see it? Or is it the reason that it works is people want to see that type of content and it is provided? It's a good one. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just very, it's just a very infinity symbol relationship. Yeah. And it's just like very confusing to me at times. Yeah. And I just, I try to, you know, find periods of time where I pull back and just be like, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And when it's good, it's good. Because, like, I don't, again, I mean, we're not here to sit on IG or any other platform. Like, these things are entertaining. Right. They're funny. And we use them. We, we use them. We throw them in chats and be like, look at this picture or look at this meme or a quote. And, you know, and it, it they impact society. Like, everybody yeah. can be like, green dress, red dress. <laughs> right? And we're all, like, having this weird conversation or whatever. But it can be fun for, like, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. but the actual ecosystem itself of just keep on pushing out this really great life is great. Life is awesome content is like, all right, that's because we spend so much time. That's not that's not fully enriching and helping me if that's right. all I'm going to see via this platform. Right. Right. So. So, yeah, you know, but, you know, even outside of social media, that's when, you know, there's kind of uh, an element of high level of, like, you know, entertainment. But what happens when social conversation then thus says, you know what, we don't like that, right? Like, you you tell a joke, and it's like, no, that wasn't funny. That offended me, right? And then Mm -hmm. you're like, and then then because we're all connected, you could find 5,000 other people that are offended, and now 5,000 people are offended, and they're saying... Maybe what this person did, one person posted, it makes it to the news because the news now uses social media stuff to get people to view it. And then before we know it, we're in this element of, all right, that offended me, it's guys got to go, got to get, gotta get rid of them.
0: I, I think one of the issues there is is we don't allow, I think being offensive and being hateful are two different things. Okay. And we confuse or conflate them, right, is if you say something I don't agree with. I'm not even going to engage, challenge you, test the limits of your belief. I'm cutting you off completely or I'm not talking to you whatsoever. And so if if you have an opinion that is in the minority or an opinion that just a group or a person doesn't agree with, we can't actually have a healthy conversation To reach a point where we might agree to disagree or the conversation might just die in it because it needs to be continued at another time or it's a conversation that ultimately won't have a resolution, but at least we had it. At least we tested the limits of the person's beliefs because you might open their eyes to, well, not only was it offensive, but it's grounded in um, poor thinking or it's grounded in ancient thought right we've also progressed as a society where things that were acceptable back when aren't anymore yeah but i think in doing that we've become so forceful against things that are offensive that aren't necessarily negative or or hateful hateful.
1: right so yeah the goal isn't to be like you know what i want to say this thing to be ross limbaugh and offend you guys right Right, you know, I, I'm saying this. I'm, I'm not trying to say things with an agenda, right? So, for instance, when we had, well, well, this is this isn't actually a conversation that we've had on an episode as of yet, but we've had conversations about R. Kelly, yeah, right. And I've been definitely in the minority, minority, minority view on his content, yeah. not R. Kelly and and what he's done as a person living in the world, like a real person walking mm-hmm. around the street. Mm-hmm. He is a criminal, in my this is my opinion. He's okay. a criminal that belongs in jail for his criminal acts. Right. But then there's also an existence of content that he has created. Right. Right, And I'm like, Hey man, for whatever reason, I'm able to separate the two. Okay. Right. I'm able to separate the man from the content and, and, and some, not and all I, of the I content. disagree with And, you, and yeah, you can mm-hmm. disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, You can't even have that opinion. And some people would say, you know, and I think it might be a fair question. Well, what is the level at which somebody can do something where it's like, okay, they got to go.
0: And you have to figure that out. But my point is, is that while I strongly disagree with you when it comes to R. Kelly, I'm willing to talk to you about why you're able to separate separate the man from the music. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you take the approach of you can receive a message from a poor messenger. And my issue with that is, and and it stretches beyond R. Kelly, my issue with R. Kelly specifically is I believe his music Mm -hmm. plays into the man in that now looking back and thinking about some of the songs, he's basically singing about the children that he was pursuing or the teenagers that he was sleeping with and or music that he wrote age ain't nothing but a number yeah, this, it, right I it think, is yeah in the context of what we now know or believe we know about r kelly those things look a hundred times worse
1: correct and i and i can see that for definitely and i, I don't want to turn this into an r kelly conversation right but i can see that definitely in a specific content that he's created what well, what it is is not all content and not like there's there's flat out songs where it just doesn't have to even have to do with a person and or age, but it could be super personal to the person who created the music. Right? I created a song for for example, an example nonetheless. I believe I can fly mm-hmm. has nothing to do with necessarily uh, uh young sure, girls, right. right? But I really hope not. I hope <laughs> not. Otherwise, this man is a genius. But I mean, he is, but he, yeah, at the same time... if he time, he's, subliminally put that yeah. in there. But nonetheless, what I'm saying is, you know, if that, for instance, gets somebody up at the gym or, you know, we mm-hmm. used to sing it all at our graduations or whatever. Right. Right? And it's not because... R. Kelly wrote I Believe I Can Fly it's because the lyrics to the song mm-hmm. were of progress and you know sending you off to then you know hopefully chase your dreams or some, some shit yeah. like that right so not all his content not, all his, not not even his content but not all content has to be so attached to the individual I'll give you a quick example then I think there's more, something more specific we want to talk here but what happens if the person that cures cancer is also um, a mass murderer by night right like, what are you gonna me, do? Gonna, no, don't give me the cure for cancer. Some
0: people would say some people would say that. Yeah.
1: Right. I think You know what I'm doing? In, give me the cure for cancer. No,
0: I agree in that instance, and that's where it becomes a, a fine line is where do you draw the line, right? Mm-hmm. It, music versus the cure for cancer, the impact on the world and the greater good. But some people will say, I believe I can fly has inspired a million children to go to college and be successful or what have you or Family and friends have turned the message from the song into a motivating factor for their children. And so I, it's an interesting conversation without an answer. Yeah. But yes, you are taking the cure for cancer and then getting rid of the murderer or maybe not. Right. It, it, the same way that um, the FBI has turned hackers into analysts and agents or um People who would perpetrate bank fraud or, yeah, or check fraud. Can, it, right, exactly. They, they would co-opt them into using them for good or catching other criminals or blacklist the yeah. TV yeah. show and the same thing. And right? all, not so, all
1: crimes are the same, right? So no. his crimes are severe. Severe. R. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, that is, right? Yeah. Robert, <laughs> if I will. Right? R. Kelly is the artist. His name is Robert Okay. Kelly. But nonetheless, anyway, like I said, this is an R. Kelly conversation. What it really is, is a conversation about the Chappelle special, Sticks Sticks and and Stones, Stones, right? Mm -hmm. You know, which I, you know, you had watched before me and asked me if I had watched. I said, no, but I'm definitely planning on getting to it. But before that even happened, it was nothing but um, vitriol on the internet talking about, no, I don't watch this. No, you don't have to watch it. You can skip it. Mm -hmm. Super offensive, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have y'all never seen chappelle special before right. and not chappelle show a chappelle special right and you know and in that comment right there to me it's it's why i think this culture is so ridiculous because um he did a special on showtime mm-hmm. and 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 i'm doing this off the top of the head right now yeah. because i haven't written this out but at some point in time during the special he's imitating native americans right and i think he had gone i don't know if it was to wyoming or something like that but he was somewhere around native americans doing something and he's making the joke about like being in the tp and then he's like seeing like let's say for lack of a better word weed Mm -hmm. it's like uh you know he thinks they're about to share but the guy's like well that's 50 right there that's 25 and that's 10 (laughs) and you know and i'm Mm -hmm. just like that was funny and the thing with chappelle to me is he doesn't lay claim to any one culture or thing when it comes to his jokes he tells jokes to me from a human and people perspective and a human and people perspective from across the world because there's a bunch of different ones of us he's not representative of all of those people and cultures and identities he's not so that's not for me to say oh because he's telling jokes for everybody that you know he knows what everybody's going through but I think what he's doing is like he's actually saying there's a lot of there's a bunch of us different motherfuckers out here And I'm not just going to be pigeonholed into any one particular thing. And the funny thing is also is we're all suffering from the same things. Yeah. Yeah. But instead of of allowing that to allow us to come together, what it does is we just continue to do this tribalism thing.
0: So first thing for me, in full disclosure, Chappelle's one of my favorite comedians. Same. Um, He's probably
1: number three. He's my number one. Really? Actually, no, he's probably number two. Eddie. Okay. Eddie has a stand up. Yeah, not, yeah, not we're not Eddie talking as uh, movies and yeah, movies, no, please, we're talking as that. a stand up. I yeah. think
0: I have Eddie,
1: Chris Rock, then Chappelle. I can't stand I rock.
0: I know, I know you can, and that's another conversation, mm-hmm. but he, he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore and he's probably number 3 thinking about it loosely, but Eddie's definitely number 1 for yeah. his stand up. Delirious and raw. Mm. Uh hard Time to, it, right? And Again, we didn't get to see guys like Pryor and whatnot who influenced Eddie, of course, mm-hmm. to the point Eddie even played him in movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the, the sticks and stones goes to my point of we cannot have a contrarian opinion. Mm-hmm. So the points you made about um, what if the person who cures cancer is a mass murderer and comparing them to R. Kelly. That's what I'm asking for in analyzing Chappelle and people being offensive. So what comes to mind in relation to that is the joke he made about transgenders and he qualifies it by saying he has no problems with transgender people he's he has friends and i don't quite like that yeah, because yeah, that's typically that. the, the things
1: i think he did that on purpose I, yeah i know Because he's smart like that like you don't yeah. i don't think he says something like that loosely because as a black right. man, of course. I'm sure a thousand he, times he's heard i have black friends
0: exactly and, and that's what i was going to say is is that's what's dangerous is that what we often hear from people who are being racist is i can't be racist because i have black friends And and, but I agree, I think he did that on purpose because he is introspective in that way about the human condition. And you saying that he's recognizing that we're all going through the same things. But why I bring it up is that he makes the joke about what if I was born in the wrong body? body? And rather than being a black man, I'm Asian. And I think he chooses Asian because his
1: wife is Asian. And it helps it be safe for him. Exactly. Uh
0: But how is that any different than your point of what if the – so canceling R. Kelly because of the music – because of his criminal actions, canceling everything about him, but we're not going to cancel the cure for cancer from the mass
1: murderer. You don't even have to do that. We're not going to cancel Michael Jackson.
0: Right. right? And I'm not even
1: saying that so we should. What I'm saying is we're choosing. We're choosing, right? There's an offense there. And I'll give you – and I'll use Michael in this limit. Even if you don't believe – Even if you don't believe that Michael actually did anything, let's say, um, sexually, Mm -hmm. um, sexually abusive to these young kids.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm hearing the joke in my head. Right. No, you're laughing
1: because you don't believe that. That's why you're laughing. But even if you don't believe that Michael did something sexually abusive to these kids, I think we all know that he slept in the same bed with kids. And then somebody could say that is pedophile behavior right there. But you know my feeling
0: on that and and I think we will ultimately end up releasing some rough episodes as a bonus episode. We talk about this more. Uh My feeling is, is that Michael Jackson was a child mentally, basically his entire life. And so there was no concept of what he was doing was wrong because he was connecting with those he identified with. He believed he was a child, but you know, I, but you're right in that people are not looking to cancel Michael Jackson the way, but, and I can't remember if Chappelle said it or others, he's also been dead 10
1: years. I don't think that would have mattered. King of pop, king of pop, man. He, he had actually, and, and the reason the Michael thing, and this is not even what we're supposed to be talking about. The I know. reason why the Michael thing is even worse is because he went to court. Like, people right. took him to court. Right. Families right. took him to court. R. Kelly right now has never – right. went to court once, right. got off, and then has never been to court for it. Mike was in court, for like, at least two times. Right. right. And we as a society experienced people charging Mike with yeah. these acts. Yeah. And we said, no, he's good. And he got off. Yeah. And you know what we said? Buy more CDs.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, back, anyway. back to the, the topic yeah. at hand. And I think that we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to test things. Yeah, And so Chappelle is doing that in terms of, well, what if I really believe I, though I'm born in this black male body, I'm an Asian man. Yeah, I identify or, with
1: Asian as an Asian man with yeah. Asian against Asian culture.
0: Right, yeah. and we don't allow for that. And we see that a lot when we believe that, um, and the term is going to slip my mind right now. But when a white person who grows up in the hood behaves as what people would say is "quote unquote" black, yeah, and there, why can't I remember the term right now?
1: Well, you're thinking wigger. Uh, No,
0: no. What someone does when they're appropriation. Yes, exactly. Cultural appropriation. We think that person is appropriating, whereas what exactly is black culture or acting or being black to begin with? Exactly. And that's a deeper conversation. I mean, that's
1: pretty much Rachel Dolezal, except what she also did was also fakely change her skin tone. Yes. Unbeknownst to people that were dealing with her. But I, again, and again, that that's how she's going to, to identify right. the feelings that she has internally. To Chappelle's point yeah.
0: is there are transgender people who also change their anatomy yeah. to match the gender, their gender, they, they identify. right? Exactly. So yeah.
1: was Dolezal the line?
0: really right? Where's the line? Yeah. Was she doing that to further identify with a culture she believed she was part of yeah. or born into? Or was or, she just not and being like, you know, one day or, yeah, exactly. right? Where is that line? Ultimately, and I, I think that's what this conversation's about is where is the line?
1: You know where she failed, though, is when she tried to deny her parents. Of course. It's one thing to be like, <laughs> that. it's another thing to be like, yeah, those aren't my parents. Motherfucker, those are your fucking parents. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, those are my uh, parents, but this is still how I identify uh, on the inside, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to lie to y'all. Those are my parents, yes, but this yeah. is how I feel when you try to deny um, that, then I'm like, nah, you lost me. You lost the game. The,
0: the other thing I, I heard a lot of uproar around was Chappelle's uh, abortion comments. And okay. I I don't see it. I, I don't get it because uh, essentially for, and if you haven't watched, please go watch. Um, if you're still listening and you haven't watched, spoiler alert. sorry, yes. okay. we forgot the spoiler alert. Um, he basically says no man should tell a woman what to do with her body. Agree 100%. 100%. No questions there. However, if a woman chooses to keep a baby, the man does does not not want, want. the man should also have the right
1: to walk away. To withhold funds.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I haven't thought this through deeply, but on the surface, it's an interesting concept. It's People say it's offensive, but why?
1: Yeah, why is that offensive?
0: Why? What is exactly wrong with someone thinking potentially that might make sense?
1: I, I have a personal belief. Not everybody is meant to be a parent. Correct. Not everybody wants to be a parent. And people who are parents aren't meant to be parents, so, so some right. of them, right? So if somebody knows, for instance, that they're engaging in sex with somebody, but we, okay. that's not the kind of type of time we're on, right. right? We're not on the time of like, you know, what are we going to do with the next five years of our life? Or what we're doing is we're enjoying each other's company in time. You get pregnant. I'm not interested in kids, but you want to keep the kid. Okay. I'm not here to forcibly tell you what to do with right. your body it's, because I don't right. believe in that. Right. Exactly. But then, but now, you know, society's forcibly telling me. I have to if, for I 18 to, years be yeah.
0: responsible financially for that child. Yeah. And, it's a. I think it's a fair question to ask Correct. and to say, yes, no man should tell a woman what to do. the The law should not be designed where a man has a say in whether an abortion should take place. Now it's different, and, and what the law does allow is after the child is born, and, and of course the laws are different in every state. And but generally, and the woman wants to give the child up for adoption, you need the man's consent because uh-huh. the man has a right. Then it's like
1: say, the first right of
0: the Yeah, I want custody. It's my child. I want custody of the child. You can't just give it up because you don't want it. Yeah. Right. And so I don't see why on the flip side it's necessarily or I shouldn't say I don't see why. I don't see why we can't have the conversation and test this thought that on the flip side, a man should be able to say, I don't want this child. I if this child was born, I would want to put this child up for do- adoption. I don't want this child to be born. But I will not and cannot stop you from having the child. But you do so knowing I'm not going to have any role in this child's life.
1: And so, again, I think it's a fair question to ask. Right. I don't know. Again, I haven't thought it out through the all the 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 branches that kind of, you know, grow off Mm -hmm. this particular tree. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to, you know bring a woman up here so we can, you know, get perspectives sure, that we're probably of not thinking of. And leave
0: us emails and messages and anchor voicemails um, with your thoughts, ladies.
1: Yeah, not over text at gmail.com. But, you know, I just think he was asking, he's doing a couple of things. One, and he and, he, and the genius of this stuff is he's doing it purposefully. Mm-hmm. He comes in and he says, if you're like, he's letting you know if you're easily offended, this is not right, for you. Right. And he's even prefacing it. Like, he's doing you a favor. Like, a comedian doesn't have to tell you, this is what my show is going to no. be. Here's the syllabus of my show. Right. You know, and this is what we're going to talk about. But he's like, if you're offended easily, this is not the show for you. You, as somebody who is offended, should probably shut it off right there. The next thing he, he qualifies is, you are clicking on my <laughs> content. Uh, with all the content out there in the world that we have today, you chose to click me, on me and watch me. And you should generally know who
0: I am and what I'm about. Exactly. And so you set yourself up to be offended.
1: And now that you're offended, and you're not even just like offended like that was offensive, you're offended and you're mad. Right, like you said earlier, I don't listen
0: to Rush Limbaugh because someone like that is going to just make me upset. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is not necessarily... The comments is that they're grounded in nothing. Yeah. Right. They're said for effect and nothing else. Uh,
1: he literally talks to make money because yeah. he found he found a niche to make yeah. money. He used to be on ESPN.
0: <laughs> I forgot about you that. realize yeah. these people for, are literally they're that. looking
1: for a job yeah. in entertainment. Yeah. And when something hits and you're making money, that's they what become you become a character, and, yeah, you become a character yeah, of your exactly. own self. Yeah. And that's what you start to do. Yeah. But when you get a following, you got to feed the following. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So again, Chappelle prefaces and says, Hey, you're clicking on my content. Mm-hmm. So you're fucking up right there. Mm-hmm. Not me mm-hmm. telling the jokes, but you, the person who now wants to listen to the joke or, or see what I what I have right. to say. Right? And then um the thing that I think he did that is brilliant in this is say, I'm going to offend so say today's society wants to cancel, give it a shot. Cause it ain't gonna fucking work
0: well I think part of why he's in the position to do that is he cancelled us at one time right yeah Chappelle show was at the height of its run and the man walked away and moved to South Africa now granted people made it seem like he basically went and lived in exile my understanding is he moved to Durban which is like the Las Vegas of South Africa um and so he was living a perfectly fine and great life, but he literally at the height of his fame then, and it, it is amazing him being one of my favorite comedians to watch him come back and reestablish himself to the point that he's done Radio City Music Hall and he's now done Broadway. And and he's really, the Netflix deals and the money he's making to see that from someone who 15 years ago walked away from it all. Yeah. But I think that's why he's comfortable in himself saying these things is I canceled you already. Yeah. I don't need you. I y'all. don't actually need you. Right.
1: Yeah. I, you're not going to like right. Louis C.K. me.
0: And so I, and, and he even and he uses makes me as, 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 as an example yeah. in it, in that, and again, I won't even go there. Right. He he's a, he addressed his feelings on Me Too and Louis C.K., and there are different levels. And, yeah. And we generally like to lump every we doing together, and there are levels. But yeah. yeah, he walked away, and so he's very comfortable saying, "I can live in my truth," because one, Netflix knows he's going to live in his truth because he doesn't need them; they need him. Yeah. And two, I've left once; I can leave again. I live right? in Ohio. I was gonna just gonna say that I don't. It he's from DC. Of, the it cost
1: of living is not that high. I'll be good. I
0: still want to know why he lives in Ohio. I, I, think he,
1: I think he just wants to be away from all the bullshit
0: <laughs> I'm like he's from DC Originally he's famous He lives outside of like Dayton Ohio Man, And I haven't like taken farm. time to look it up But like and I don't know if his wife's From there or what the situation Is um, But he's out in Dayton with his Kid eating duck and, and, <laughs> and Saying it's not Chicken grease dad is duck, it's duck.
1: <laughs> That's the life That is what we're um, aspiring to yeah, Let me know when you're having duck because I'm not coming. <laughs> I don't like duck.
0: I like duck. No, I don't like um, duck. Some pad thai with duck? No, nah, I'm mm, good on that. Crispy? Anyway. But yeah,
1: um, um, you know what? You know, watching it and and again, we get like, it, it's funny. I'll talk to people about this and they'll say, you know, you're speaking from a privileged perspective. I'm like, my privilege only goes but so far. I am mm-hmm. still a black man, mm-hmm. right? There's things that I'm not privileged mm-hmm. to. But I'll give it to you because I think, you you're know, a man, I'm a man, you're right? educated, good looking. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, so keep going. Um There
0: goes the privilege right there. Um, you're,
1: you're privileged enough to, to say that. I can't um, tell um, a joke. Go ahead. Come on, man. Okay. You see, now I tell a Chappelle level joke <laughs> and you can't even take it. But, um, you know, there, is, laughing, a, right? there is a, <laughs> I think you're laughing at me, not at my joke. But there is a level of, you know, privilege that we all must like, you know, know is happening and be aware because it also leads to the thoughtful conversations that we're trying to have mm-hmm. and trying to inspire people to have with each other, right? What we tend to have is perspective conversation. we not realize our perspective has other elements yeah. and layers to it.
0: We get angry and yell in the comment section and it accomplishes nothing. nothing. And, and I actually have stayed away from reading a lot of the comments on Chappelle because I have my own thoughts and I know that generally the internet is going to be a bash fest Mm -hmm. and just people yelling and talking past each other. And like you said, we're trying to create the space and have these conversations. And that's why I asked you if you had watched it, because it hit me that one of the things we don't want to do with this podcast generally Mm -hmm. is talk current events because there are a lot of podcasts that do it. There's a lot of news that does it. We want to have deep conversations and use current events or um, culture as the jumping off point or the thread that brings our conversations together and helps connect yeah. with our listeners. So we're not going to talk sports, but we may talk about an athlete and something they've done that brings up deep conversation around yeah. certain actions Absolutely. and certain thoughts. And that's and happening every day. that right. one 's
1: happening right now.
0: Right, of yeah. course. And so um, that's my thing is, is I feel like people are quick to condemn yeah. and say, cancel him. Yeah. Right. And it's funny that Chappelle's talking about cancel culture. Yeah. And there's this talk about canceling him. And for him, it it's OK. Yeah. Give it a shot. Right. Fine. Right. And for me, it's why can't we talk? talk. Why right. can't someone like I said it, it, earlier on, if it's not outright hateful. Why can't someone express a contrarian opinion, even if they don't believe it? We have a friend in our fantasy football league who went to Binghamton also, though, after you had graduated and
1: I think after I graduated
0: too, but um, who at times I think plays devil's advocate for the hell of it. Mm. But people like to do that. People like to test the boundaries of someone's feelings. It's like saying everyone has a price. How much would it cost for you to do X? And you're like, I'd never do that. Yeah. And I, I keep upping the number, and you reach a point where you you start to go, mm, exactly. Maybe. Yeah. And then you keep upping the number. It's yeah. yeah like I think there was a meme going around. How much how much money would it take to punch your mother in the face? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. That was a while
0: back. But it's like, and you're like, I'd never do that. And then you, someone was like five million. It's like, Mom gonna catch these hands. Yeah, right? give a million. And, and, right, exactly. I'm going to... I'm, I'm about gonna, to say, like, you need to punch
1: me in the face? <laughs> right,
0: like, it, it didn't say you had to punch me hard. It yeah. didn't say... And that's the question that goes back to is, where's the line?
1: Again, like I said, it's it's as if this... Not, Chappelle is the baseboard, but it's as if these things don't have any historical set, like context whatsoever. Another thing, like, another special he had it was closer to you know terrorism was a big thing mm-hmm. at the time and particularly 911 speaking of which and you know he was making a joke and again you know I'm we're just, I'm just going off the dome here but he's making a joke and you know the joke is something like you know he's on a plane and he sees another black person on the plane and they both give each other the thumbs up because mm-hmm. they realize that they're not valuable <laughs> to the terrorists who have hijacked the plane <laughs> right like black people it, the joke There there's so many jokes in the joke right one of the jokes is black people aren't valued that much yeah, our worth yeah. our worth is not that is not that valuable there's terrorists because anybody anytime you see somebody muslim on the plane you feel like they're terrorists any you know he even does a voice he goes we've got five black and he goes hello hello because <laughs> the white house <laughs> is already hung up on on the terrorists, once they said they have five back. But Muslims weren't up in arms saying he did a, right. a Muslim impersonation. Right. Blacks weren't up in arms saying, you know, we're undervalued and devalued. But now we've gotten to the point where, again, these are still just jokes. Where we're talking about the, the G's and the T's. Right. And it's just like, no, no, and no. And he
0: uses what's going on at the time to talk about other and deeper things. Like Absolutely. you said, there are jokes within the joke. So. That joke, while focused on terrorism, and it goes to the fact that, for instance, people have said forever, you call the police and you tell them you're black in a black neighborhood. It takes them a lot longer than if calling from a white neighborhood, for instance, and those types of feelings around social interaction with authority. And so while he was focused on what was current at the time, it had implications under underlying um, tones for so many other things and like you said he he talks about we're all going through the same thing and in reality while that was the focus there was so much behind it yeah he so,
1: at some point in 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 this current special he made fun of nigerians well um, do need to be made fun yeah, of come scammers on, man. come on <laughs> and even i was even i for a second was like okay no, come on man but but like two seconds later it's like of course like he's making fun of everybody he also, in some way shape or form
0: he also made fun of 36 year old women Ooh. i think <laughs> they, they might have caught we, the
1: joke of the evening right uh, there boy oh that's all my, my friends have goodness. been talking
0: about and and part of it is <laughs> there's a lot of truth in jokes right yeah. and, and so i think that might have hit home for some people yeah um but we, we're running out of time i think and we could stretch that extremely far if we keep highlighting every there's, joke he there's made definitely
1: a pun in there on the stretch that extremely <laughs> and
0: the, i ain't even catch it i like that like um that. he he made he referenced jamaicans it wasn't necessarily a joke about jamaicans but i loved it mm-hmm. um so anyway uh this has been fun closing, yeah. closing thoughts on uh Where's the line in these these types of conversations? You
1: know, I don't know where the line is, and you know, I'm not necessarily sure that I care where the line is, just because I, I got I got real stuff that I'm dealing. with. I'm trying to get my daughter to school, man. <laughs> School's back in <at> <laughs> session. And I'm just trying to get her in school yeah. and make sure that she feels some level of self worth, and make sure that she enjoys like spending time with me, and that you know, I'm mm-hmm. not on my phone. Mm-hmm. Or not asking her about her day. Like, there's real things to, like, think about that you're connected to, right? And the last thing I really want to worry about is, like, some random person's, like, random comment yeah. randomly somewhere that I don't even know, mm-hmm. right? Some things, you know, and and doesn't mean that we can't check people. And it doesn't even mean that Chappelle probably, you know, might have seen something and been like, ah, oh, you know, I pushed it too far there. And not to say he's sure. come out and apologize, right, but at least but. He, he's retro and introspective enough to know that, you know, Next time, well, I'll leave that out. Yeah. What about you? Well, I mean, my my thought is we need to have
0: conversation. We need to be in the place where we can be open to people who have a different opinion um, and where the opinion is at least grounded in a coming from a place of good or a place from not bad intent, right? It, like I said, it's not hateful. It's philosophy or it's This is how I'm thinking or actually feel, and I feel like if we open ourselves to those opportunities, we'll all be better off for it at the end of the day because we're all struggling in some way. We're all dealing with things that, while they may look different, they tend to end up being the same, right? We're all, while you're trying to get your daughter to school, you're trying to connect with her on a different level. We're trying to connect with each other. We're trying to live in this space where You live in your body and dealing with your own issues, but you are dealing with the greater world at the same time and trying to figure out how to do so. And I think it's okay at times to have a thought that may not be how you actually feel or believe, but you start to wonder, what if?
1: Yeah, my thoughts aren't gospel. Right. right?
0: Exactly. Right. what if um, what if this is actually wrong? Or what if, not saying that don't live your life and do what you do, but what if there is something off or wrong about it? Not saying it's going to change anything ultimately. That's the
1: only way you're going to get to enlightenment. Yeah. Is to say things, maybe outlandish, question them. It's like, why can't we date our cousins?
0: Well, they're like biological reasons, at least for first cousins, I think, unless you're Rudy Giuliani. But it's only first cousins, I believe, are against (laughs) the law. But anyway, yeah. That's how I think the the perfect ending point is that's how you get to enlightenment. Yeah. So that in science. (laughs) Well, enlightenment comes through science, I guess, to an extent um, or philosophy for me. But um, that's a good one. a, A good place to end. So until next time. Until
1: next time. Not over text. Not over text. And that's a wrap. That is a wrap. On another episode of Not Over Text, conversations better had in person with your boys, Carl and Sam.
0: Thanks for listening. Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at notovertext at gmail.com and following us on Instagram at notovertext.
1: The podcast is available on all major platforms. That includes Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google.
0: Anywhere podcasts live, you'll find us there. Subscribe and give us five stars
1: five stars and also leave us comments and we will read through your comments but only five star comments so if you have shade throw the shade and also (laughs) throw me five stars
0: and if you're upset at sem for not reading your less than five star comment let us know about it by leaving us a voice memo using the anchor app awesome thanks for listening to another episode of not over text